Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I'm Parker. I I have with me today the the OG cast of uh, of this little podcast that we love so much, Chai Spirits, guys. Uh, I have John with me. Hello, John. Hey, everybody. I have Steven. Hello. And producer Jenny. Hey, guys. I am probably more excited about this episode than any episode in a really long time. Um, we are talking today about Star Union Spirits. John, why am I so excited about this? Well, because we didn't just go to the store and pick up some stuff to try. We went to the distillery and had a lot of fun. This for this for some of us. Yeah, we we road tripped uh, uh, about a month ago. Was it really that long ago now? It's about yeah. three weeks. About, yeah, three, four weeks. Yeah, um, I mean, feels like yesterday. Out right? to per- Peru, Illinois, about two hours from Chicago, and and visited the good people at Star Union. I was very excited that one of them remembered us from when we met them at the Chicago Rum Festival back in April. Uh, Dan Dan saw my Chai Spirits guy shirt and he's like, "I know you." And somebody else was like, I, "You're you look familiar," you know. Yeah. So. No. So it was it was really exciting to to see those guys again and check out their distillery and all, all the wonderful things. We're gonna get into a lot. This is gonna be a long episode, guys. Just well, buckle up. Also, the distillery itself in an old clock factory. Yes, it is so cool, so cool. I, I we had a great time. Uh, How long were we there for? We were there for a few hours. Yeah, I mean, several hours. Yeah, just like chatting in the distillery on the distillery floor. Mm-hmm. Each part of the process, talking to them about their different stills, checking out their little chemistry table. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to I get into all of this. Yeah, all of this. They had a, an amazing tasting bar. I was very impressed by just like that. You walk in there and it was like. This is a bar I would go to normally. This right. is awesome. It actually seemed like several people of the small town of Peru do go normally. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they were they were pretty jammed. They were, they were uh, towards the end of the day there. That whole clock factory is set up to be this like amazing space with like that. There was another bar and like there was, was uh, like, kind of like a sports bar with pizzas. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, by the way, I was so impressed. You know, I'm going to get this in a minute. I I, I got a lot of stuff. You, I put in the run. This is like the longest intro to a rundown I've ever done for, oh, the, yeah, for, the, for the intro <laughs> to the brand. I'm so excited by this. So let's hit some of the basics quick, and then I want to get yeah. into everyone's like individual take on our trip there. Uh, they're estab- they were established in 2016 in Peru, Illinois. Uh, it's right over by, for people listening, it's over by Starving Rock. Mm. Starved Rock? Starved, thank you. Starved Rock. It's already starved. It's, yeah, it's Starving done. Rock. Starved <laughs> Rock. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they're like, oh, we're going to Starve Rock. And I'm like, well, are you get, you're going to be near Peru, Illinois. You got to go to Star Union while you're there. And they're like, oh my god, we're going to do that. Now. That's awesome. So I hope I told them, tell them Parker sent you. We'll see. <laughs> like those guys probably remember me. Give them this card. Yeah, right. So established in 2016, uh, it's the first distillery in Peru, Illinois in over 100 years. I don't know if I'm surprised about that or that they had one 100 years ago. No, that tracks. Illinois, yeah. lot of lot of booze moving up lot and of down corn. the Mississippi. A mm-hmm. lot of corn. Yeah, I imagine Prohibition shut most of that down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That was about 100 years ago. Yeah, it's getting close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mentioned we, we met the, the guys from starting at the Chicago Rum Festival back in April. When God, we that was also so much fun. Yeah, great time. They were like the highlight of that festival. We, I feel like we spent the most time talking to those guys while I mean, we were at yeah. the festival, for sure. Yeah, we tried all kinds of great rum they had. I was that, That's really kind of what led us to our field trip out there was I, I, we became so enamored with the brand from meeting them yeah. and uh, getting to try a bunch of their spirits, which we thought were fantastic. It really showed up. Um, so their name, Star Union, it's named after Star Union Products Company that produced Star Model Beer in Peru, Illinois from 1845 to 1966. It's a pretty good run. Uh, in the distillery, they had some really cool 
I guess memorabilia you'd call it from from that time period of like the Star Union beer. Yeah, loved loved all of that. Very classic beer Americana. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah and it's they they were saying that some people like from the neighborhood like they just had some stuff that was like in their garage or whatever from however long ago and they just donated it because it was like well like you guys can use this so <laughs> you know love that cool stuff yeah I love I love how like the community kind of comes together to support that that's awesome they must be very proud I mean that is the kind of thing that you'd be yeah. very proud of and then uh, the distilleries in the historic uh, West Clocks factory building. That's the name of it. That formerly produced hundreds of thousands of clocks each year until it closed in 1980. Check your mantle clock. It might be a West Clocks. It honestly could be. And uh, so they, they've converted this clock factory into um, a variety of spaces. So like they uh, a bunch of there's a bunch of businesses in there now. Like how many do you think? I think they told us, but I don't remember the number. Anywhere between six and six thousand. But it was uh, I know there was definitely a distillery, a bar, a pizza place, a clock museum. Oh yeah, we, which we, next time we're doing. We clock got there museum. just after it closed, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we just missed the clock museum. So next time we're definitely hitting the clock museum. And they told us, like, guys, next time, get here earlier, go to the clock museum. It's worth your time. Well, the funny thing is, my dad restores antique clocks from around that period, like early 1900s. So I am very interested in seeing this. That is one of the most dad things I've ever. <laughs> I also heard. was he, not sure if you were making that up. No, like, <laughs> no. does he talk about World War Two? No, and well, long actually, hair? you know, he watches a lot of Hogan's Heroes, though. Yeah. So that's got to count, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that counts. Anyway, yeah. but. and then we uh, while we were there, we also got pizza from that pizza place. Holy shit, that pizza was good! Oh yeah, we got like four pre- different pizzas. Yeah, and I, we crushed most of it. Well, I you know. finished mine myself yeah. when I was driving home, so I needed to girl. pad my pad yeah, my tum tum. Yeah, but uh, no, I was I couldn't. That, that might have been the most surprising thing is how good the pizza was. Like, good job, guys. Yeah. Well, and the, the the you had to go to like the separate bar to order the pizza, but they were cool about like bringing it to us like. Yeah. In the distillery, which was a different, like yeah. a slightly different location, so it was just kind of real like, team effort over there. Yeah, yeah, they're all working together. You know, it was it was a really lovely different experience. All in the same building, you yeah. Know, like yeah, so like you can go in time. Open floor plan. Yeah, so everything's super accessible. It was it was super cool. Tough crane game though. I will say that. Yeah. Also, they had a, an adv- event space that. Yeah, people were having a party or some kind there. It was like yeah. a big uh, banquet or something going. Do you want to have? Uh, weekend in Peru, Illinois. Go to Starved Rock and I mean, yourself are, a birthday party. Are we going to renew our vows in Peru, Illinois? <laughs> Listen, it could happen. You know, support what, a small distillery. Every year, what if? Okay, just throw an idea at you. Every year, we renew our vows at a different distillery <laughs> event space. Oh, that yeah. would be very us. Because I, I yeah. would, I, I would do it in Peru. I would want to do it at Journeyman, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we can find some oh, more we places. Have, we have to do Journeyman because we have to get the barrel. Also, Jetson yeah. and more, right? It's yes. right here. Yeah, and then right. um, I, I want to go back to uh, Kohana. That'd be a hundred percent point. Yeah, but uh, I put a pin in that. That's a great idea. We're gonna well, revisit. You gotta do like <laughs> half every, you know. Yeah, you know, every half year, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point. Yeah, it's been, it's been three and a half years. I really want to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, distiller uh, Casey Beal came over from Tailwinds Distilling after they closed. So kind of, a, they told us a story about what oh, happened right. with Tailwinds, which was kind of a rough story. Tailwinds is like down the road, right? Yeah, it was pretty close by. And a victim of their own success, they, uh, they, were, they were picking up some steam. So they were, they were buying a bigger still. But to finance that, they had to sell their smaller still, and then there was an issue where the the new still was coming in, but like somebody else exploded with that still they were using that type of still, that type right. of still. So all of a sudden they halted everything, and then they, you know, couldn't get a new still. So well, they like couldn't the make thing, spirits. listener, it's not easy to get a still. Yeah, it was stuck in customs, right? Yeah. It was a, yeah. it was Germany. overseas. It was stuck in cu- customs, and because that type of still was under review, they couldn't ship it. Right. Yeah. So they uh, they tragically, you know. 
then had to had to close their doors. But I mean, that's like the reality of a small brand, you know. Yeah. Like you have something like this happen, and it could be the end of things. But uh, uh, Star Union, you know, obviously picked up Casey as their a distiller, but then also uh, bought a lot of their inventory. So when we were in there, we saw a lot of barrels with it said Tailwinds on them. Yeah. And uh, I know a lot of their rum came from Tailwinds when originally made, you know, also made by the same distiller who's making their stuff now. But uh, so kind of uh, kind of a really sad story for one brand, but like a happy ending for the other brand because it kind of worked out for uh, Star Union. And it seems like, I mean, Casey wasn't there when we were uh, doing our tour, but we met him at the rum festival. Right. Seems like he's enjoying himself working for that brand. So. Oh, yeah. Very cool stuff. It's more uh, of an evolution, if anything. Yeah. yeah, I like that. We met Dan. Uh, sh- hey, Dan. Uh, sh- <laughs> shout out to you. We uh, we thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with you. Uh, what a good time! We got to try uh, a lot of uh, a lot of fun spirits, a couple experimental things that I uh, we're all for you guys bringing to market. I know it's uh, some of the stuff kind of tough, but uh, we loved it. Thank you so much, guys, and uh, and Bob for the hospitality. Uh, it's just such a good time with those guys. Um, we'll be making another trip at some point. Absolutely, we'll just say that. They, we had a great time. They implored us to come back. You know. Oh, there goes my tasting wheel. Yeah, uh, Studio yeah. audience member Doug. Yeah, Doug. Doug. Doug's being a, a rapscallion as he often is wont to do. Um, so at Star Union, they focus on handcrafted artisan spirits, and they started with brandy originally. Um, as one should. Yeah, they use uh, clean limestone water from the Illinois Valley. And they were telling us that they're technically considered a water source because oh, of the amount right. of water they have on hand. Yeah, that's crazy. So, like, in, in the event of some sort of emergency, like, they might be tapped to help supply water for the, the town, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But it, a, they have great water, though, is the moral of the story. Uh, I really want to t- talk to Steve about something in a minute here, but uh, uh, they have many expressions of brandy and rum as well as whiskeys and agave. We're going to try some of all of that oh today. Oh my God, we have so much to try. We have like 10 things to try today. We have a little spit cup. It's, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, this is going to be a, an interesting one for the just sheer number of things we're going to try. I'm very excited. Well, like when we were there too, after we had tried so much, we just, each of us had something different that we wanted to take home with us. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. They, and they use a manually cranked crusher destemmer in an early 20th century wine press to make their brandy. Yeah. Oh, right. Which, like you, if you go Super there, cool. you can see, and you can see how small it is. It's like, unbelievable. Talk it, about artisanal. I, yes, I, I thought it was just there for decoration. I thought all of that stuff was decoration. <laughs> yeah. It's no, they're using it. <laughs> it's not. Now, I, I'd love for you guys to tell me a little bit about some of your favorite things about the uh, the tour we went on there and, and the experience there. Um, let's start with Steve. What, what was some of your, uh, your so, big takeaways? I got to start there. As soon as we walked in, I was like, okay, okay, here's the like main hybrid still, and then here's everything for show. Mm-hmm. And immediately was told, oh no, nothing here is for show. We use like the, there's all a small of pot still. Yeah, five gallon pot still. They're doing <laughs> small batch and experimental stuff on. I think that probably yeah. was my favorite part, just like chatting about all the weird shit. They're getting into on that little baby still. It's a very Steve answer. Oh yeah, no, yeah. not oh, complaining. Yeah, he was <laughs> fired up about that little still. I, like, it, Wait, you guys use that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it reminded me of like my first still, but way better. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> I love it. Nerds, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, uh, John, what, what was some of your takeaways from the? Uh, I love my. So that just felt like they were going to give us all the time that we needed or wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was an open-ended tour. We just were there, and our tour guide was Bob. 
No, uh, Dan. Dan. Dan, Dan. I'm gonna mix. And up. then Bob. Bob was there and talked to us for a bit too. That's right. So Dan mm. um, just was so excited to talk to us about their operation, and he knew that we kind of knew what you know a little bit about the process. So he didn't like spend a lot of time talking about you know well this is how you make a spirit, and we were just able to like really dig in to like some very specific questions that we had about their operation. And I loved that. Um, I also loved that he was such, I mean, everybody there is such a big part of the operation. It's a small crew. I think they have six employees. Yes, yeah, so we met yeah. like four of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, so Dan had just come back from a paranormal convention and kind of casually dropped that. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. So you talk are, about those spirits. We have a lot a more things to talk about. <laughs> right. Talk about those spirits, please. Right. And um, so we ended up chatting a little bit about that and about um, the research that he's doing into uh, a random number generator and cor- corresponding that to uh, paranormal events. So I was like, whoa, <laughs> tell me about, wait, let's have a little bit more to drink and now let's tell me about that. <laughs> but uh, you know, this hospitality was just fantastic while we were there. Uh, Jenny, what were some of your takeaways from that? So two main takeaways. My first one is you guys kind of touched on it, but the people, um, Mm -hmm. they were so welcoming. And um, as John mentioned, like, you know, they kind of tailored the tour to what we wanted it to be. So we were able to ask the questions that we wanted and they were so forthcoming with so much of the information about how they operate. And it was so cool. Um, the second thing is, uh, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but the chemistry table that <laughs> it was just like, yeah. there's just like a table with a bunch of jars of stuff. Like a, a <laughs> ki- bigger than a kitchen dining room table. Yeah. But, like, but not a lot bigger. It's yeah. not that big. And, um, they let us taste a couple of the like more experimental things that they did. And it was just kind of cool to see like, okay, like we're just going to fuck around and find out. And, um, it's kind of cool that that's, they do a little bit of that stuff too. Yeah, no, I, that was um, one of my favorite things about the experience was just, oh, yeah, the, hey, like, this is something we tried out. Like, take check it out. Here's another thing we tried it. We just, yeah, for fun, we, we did it. I love that. Um, just getting to experience all the little, like, uh, uh, experiments. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, they just had us try, you know, some of the most wild. Um, and they're not afraid to do spirits that are not easy to do. But as a result, though, the thing is, like, we have... 10 different things to try from them because they have so many different unique things because they are just fucking around and seeing what comes up. But uh, no, such a, such a cool experience, such a great, if you're, if you're in the area, if you're not in the area, drive there. It's worth go it. Go get a it, tour. It's it so much fun. Are, you could go to Starved Rock or Starving Rock in the morning, get your hike on. <laughs> right. And then in the afternoon, stop by, start eating and get your lunch, get everything. Yeah. Really, really cool stuff. So guys, thank you so much to the, uh, to, to Dan and Bob and everyone else at uh, Star Union for the uh, hospitality. It was such a good time, and we'll be back. It was so much fun. We're right. gonna get. Uh, we're gonna stay overnight. There. Yeah, that's probably the call. Yeah, next time. Now, <laughs> yeah. we, now we know. So, so the the three guys here have tasted everything that is in front of us. I had to drive, so I had to not taste some of them. So for me, some of these are new experiences. So you know, thank, I'm excited. Thank to, you, to, producer you know, Jenny. The, the, you know, I'm yeah. very excited to explore all these different expressions. I said we got about ten of them. Um, so first up, we got. A lot, I'm gonna go one at a time here, but uh, we have the the cherry brandy. This is the barrel aged cherry brandy, uh, which is pretty exciting. And then we're gonna have nine more after that. But as you probably guessed, first we're gonna have a quick break, and we're back. So first up, we've got the barrel aged cherry brandy. I believe this comes in at 82 proof. It does, yeah, 82 proof. Um, these are 100% um, Montmorency cherries from the Oxley Farms Estate in Michigan. Those Michigan cherries, baby. So, yeah, oh, Michigan cherries. Yeah. Um, these are lighter red 
a morel type of a sour cherry. I don't know how uh, how strong your sour cherry game is, Stephen, but uh, not. But, but yeah, yeah, these are a very specific type of cherry they're using for Michigan. So pretty cool. Bottle number six. Oh my god, the or, nose on this me. is so good. It smells like uh, butterscotch. Yes, a lot of butterscotch. Oh yeah. I mean, I do get some like like jammy, like kind of a jammy note on the nose, but. And I don't know brandy that well. I know Stephen, this is your wheelhouse. Um, does this smell like a typical brandy to you? Um, this smells like a typical, very small batch brandy mm. made on specifically a copper pot style of still. Versus like a column stone. Yes. Like big batches. Exactly. Like there is so much of those espers mm. hanging out, right? Like all of that little bit of funk that. I get some nice richness on the nose too. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Mm, I could live in there. <laughs> Just crawl into that little glass. Build a summer yeah. house. There. So we, can we request Star Union make a candle with this scent? Yes. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. I think we just did. Yeah. Ooh. A little bit of vanilla on the nose. Nothing too crazy. But get, it has. I, I get a lot of that vanilla on the palate. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Not as much cherry on the palate as I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Well, I'm kind of glad though. Um, too much cherry can lead to Robitussin flavors. Mm-hmm. So true. And yeah. I think that the cherry note here is subtle. It's there. Um, but yes, a lot of the, you get a lot of that vanilla. It's like if I dipped a cherry in vanilla frosting. Yeah. Mm. I get more cherry. I want to do that now. On the finish than I do mm-hmm. on the initial palette. Yeah, it's like yeah. vanilla bomb at first. And then mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, there's a cherry underneath. Like, yeah. I, I get a little raspberry too or something like something else. It's a little, like a little more tart than a little razzmatazz. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the tartness of the cherry coming through. Well, because it, again, it's that sour type of cherry. Yeah. So it is a specific cherry that's not maybe your not your sweet cherry you're used to. It's a more sour cherry. Right. It's not, certainly not the maraschino cherries that you know mm-hmm. people might think of. Oh man, that is delightful. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Now, Steve, what in your opinion, how would you use this just a sip, or would you? Because I feel like you could cocktail with this too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Ooh, cocktail. I mean, you can add any brandy to a sangria and it's going to be good. Hell yeah. Um, This might be a little too fancy for that for me. Like, I feel like I'd be detracting from the brandy. However, if I'm being honest, I've been sipping on this at home. What about throwing this in with a little bit of whiskey instead of, I know that it's kind of putting two spirits together is always like, you know, a little taboo not always i don't know i feel like when i look at cocktail menus a lot of times they're mixing mm-hmm. yeah mixing. something like this a mixed base you could guys, be good you guys are yeah. missing the obvious cocktail here and that's a wisconsin old-fashioned yeah yeah we, i just don't like wisconsin old-fashioned I, I understand that but this is the, this is this what you use for it is the yeah. one yeah this i is, mean i wouldn't put any additional sweetener in it um right. or very little very little um but I do think some bitters would would give it a, a nice kick. Yeah. Might open up those fruit notes. Yeah, it almost like I'm thinking about like it would make it um, like a, a t- a tangier or something, you know, like hit the back of the, the tongue and this kind of hits the, the sides, the front of the tongue and the sides a little bit. Yeah, so yeah, I see what you're saying there. Sour receptors. Yeah, you know, I know that uh, you don't want to miss, often you don't want to mix a really good spirit with others. 
But uh, sometimes you got to remember that a good cocktail starts with a good spirit base, you know? You do love, exactly. say- you do love saying that. Yeah. It's true, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, I don't think it does the bottle of brandy a disservice. It depends right. on the cocktail. I will say... <laughs> If it's a bad if, cocktail. If someone added high fructose corn syrup to oh, this, I would be upset. You're, you're, you're so right. Yeah. No. Other, anything other than that, we're in good shape. It's like all the ingredients deserve to be good if you exactly. use a good spirit. Exactly. So yeah, that was the uh, barrel-aged cherry brandy. So where are we going from here? So next up, we're going to do the uh, the Traminette brandy, which tell us a little. So the first one was, was a cherry brandy. Tell us a little bit about Traminette, John. All right, so I demanded that we try this one today because I had to buy this um, because when we tried it at the distillery, um, this one really stood out because Traminette grapes are grown in pretty much, uh, not exclusively Indiana, but they are like a grape that grows very well in Indiana. So Mm -hmm. like um, uh, my cousin actually uh, and her husband own a, a vineyard in Indiana and they like they're go-to wine is Traminette wine and okay it's a little sweeter but like on a hot day it is very refreshing they do a really job with it and I was like oh my gosh I really have to get this and have Julie and Doug try this because it is uh it was really good it's a lot darker so I think they had it the um brandy rest for a little longer or um they finished it a little bit longer in the the barrel or I forget I'm looking at this now to see the amount of time that is in the barrel and it doesn't say on here, and unfortunately, it doesn't say on the website. So, oh, it's, de- it's got a very different nose. Oh, on this. thirty months in oak. It thirty also, months. Okay, great. It also yeah. has a very different look to the other brandy that we had. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's a lot darker. A yeah. lot darker. It, the nose is the nose more is of different. a traditional, obviously, grape brandy. That's what I would. Okay. So this is yeah. when when I think of brandy. This is what I'm thinking it's going to smell like unless someone adds another adjective in front of brandy. And you know what, though? This does smell like grapes to me, and it smells like um, almost like a – I think of two types of grapes, red grapes, green grapes, and it reminds me of like a red grape. Yeah. Um, I'm getting some like potpourri on there too on the nose. Yeah, it's floral. What do you, what do you think, Steve? I do get, yeah, a little bit of that like uh, – bright floral with a little bit of like deeper spice going on like it's it's a richer nose than the first one and i will say this this is exactly what traminette wine like it reminds me of traminette wine that i've smelled and and had that i need to try so yeah that's something i'm not aware of i'm gonna bring you guys back some please do julian doug set some aside since i know you listen to this podcast Ooh, i like the palette on that it's, uh, I still get a little bit of that floral note on the palate. Ooh, that reminds me of like an Armagnac. Yes. Yeah. That's really good. Wow. Um, that's the old-fashioned brandy. There you go. <laughs> like, that. like that's one where you actually add the sugar and you, yeah. Yep, just mm-hmm. recipe as is, but mm-hmm. with brandy over whiskey, that yeah. rules. Yeah. No, that's... It's very, very good. It's only like 82, 80, it's up to 88 proof, so, you know... It, it doesn't, it's not bad to throw a little bit of ice on that, a little bit of, you know, pull that down a little bit and proof. Yeah, it'll definitely stand up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could sip on that mm. all day. Yeah. Yeah, that's delightful. Wow. It's got a mm. lot, Um, it's it's pretty different than the cherry one, too. Um, I don't know, something about the palate. It's um, got a little bit longer finish. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not getting any of that vanilla we got on the first one. Which is shocking considering it's significantly darker in color, thus implying more wood influence, right? Well, oh. so I was going to say, so I get a little blackberry. <laughs> Dude, no, totally. Yeah. Oh, I was so. going to say apricot. Yeah, I get a little I get blackberry. Yeah. All the berries. Like, yeah, but it's like a much darker kind of berry than the cherry. Well, and also yeah. I was going to amend what I said before. Like I said, it tasted like an Armagnac. That is the finish for me. The the front, like the palate, the the start of this sip um, really reminds me of Tramonet wine. Um, and like, in like a um, fortified wine sense or something like that. So I think um, I have to agree with you guys on the, what you're getting now. I feel it's like it's like a, it's kind sweet. of like a, I know you, this is usually what you would say t- when talking about wine, but it's kind of uh, full bodied to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's yes. got a lot of, it's yeah, got a lot of legs. Got a lot of legs. Disgusting. Very rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that they found the right proof for it too. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm glad yeah. it's not, because I think if it had been proofed down farther, it'd be thin. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and anything higher might have been hot or off-putting in some way. So that I can't speak to. What I can confidently <laughs> say is any lower in it, it would fall flat. You know, that's a good point, Stephen, because I would love to have tried this at like a closer to barrel proof. I would I would love to to try it and then see it see it evolve as you yeah, proof it tra- down. Traminette. There you go. That was, that was the Traminette brandy. All right. So what are we moving on to now? So next up, we've got the single barrel grappa. What is a grappa? Steven, jump in. Is this all about grapes? Uh, this is all about grapes. Yes. I actually don't know the official designation of a grappa. You know, it's made from grapes. So this particular one is made from like, Cabernet Sauvignon Palmas. I should know that. What's a Palmas? Is that, that is the you... pulp after the grapes are crushed. Oh, I thought, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like what you use in a shower. No, no. A little, little different, but uh, made from that. The uh, It's aged in toasted oak for 100 days. Toasted oak, that's like the magic word right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes in at 82 proof. Toasted. And this came in a a 375 bottle, so that's how you know it's good. (laughs) I mean, off the nose immediately, though, it just screams grape, clean, refreshing. And grappa is typically used mostly as an after-dinner drink, right? Like with dessert? Yes, I'm learning. Yeah, it almost reminds me of a port wine in terms of like... I don't know, just what I would expect this to taste like based on yeah, its nose. The nose is so sweet. Yeah. Like get, fresh grape juice. I'm getting some like honey and vanilla a little bit. And I, then yeah, a yeah. lot of maybe like a lot of green apple maybe. maybe like, I'm getting like Welch's sparkling grape juice. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a good note for that. I'm getting, Parker, I'm getting what you said. Like a little grape soda. Pink, yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry. Like it's definitely, uh, it's more than just like sweet grape mm-hmm. juice to me. Like. Everything as you were saying, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm getting a like vanilla honey green apple kind of vibe. Yeah, the green. I was like, green apple. Yeah, that um, is exactly. It. I took a sip of it, and a lot of those things are true on the palate as well. Mm. Um, I just want to make a point. Um, a lot of grappa, it just tastes like ethanol. Like it's yeah. really, yes. really that not is, do you, tasty. Do you think that's like poorly made grappa? Like, what do we get in the United States for grappa? Because grappa is Italian. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Traditionally. So here's what I know about grappa. (laughs) I worked at an Italian restaurant and we had two grappas. One of them was like the traditional, like very ethanol, just kind of like super hot grappa. The other one we had was a little bit higher end and it was aged in Moscato barrels. Oh. And it was so good. Like it was, it changed everything. It just, it actually gave it a flavor. Um, 
and we had one we had one like higher end server who enjoyed selling it a lot yeah. <laughs> um but that one was actually like really really good so um this one reminds me more of that one where it actually does have just like a lot of flavors bouncing around on the tongue um a lot of the things that parker was saying with the green apple vanilla um yeah, it's, I'm a very big fan of this grappa. See, to your point, Jenny, what I'm wondering is, like, grappa as a category, are are we introduced to just so few types of it that when we think of grappa, maybe it's like as if you had, like, Christian Brothers brandy and that's right. it. That's all you know for brandy. You're like, oh, I don't like it. But, like, this, if I mean, if grappa is more like this and that bottle that you mentioned that's finished in um, uh, a Moscato, like, yeah, that's... Good stuff, yeah. yeah. It, it really does, like... Interesting category. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's, Steven, you're a big fan of the grapple category, right? I am. Like, it, uh, why? Only because it is so divisive. Like, there are so many great grappas out there, and then there's so much that is like, well, I could degrease my car <laughs> engine with this. Like, Well, you know, like, yeah, bike I, chain, that kind yeah, of Yeah, I could use this as a paint thinner. That's great. I don't know if I want to put it in me. Yeah. Um, I did have to look this up, and I'm a little embarrassed, but uh, the grappa itself is designated by being made from that pulp as opposed oh. to from, like, a fresh grape juice that is Interesting. pressed. So okay, they so it's ferment like the, the di- like, it's like residue. It's like jam and jelly. Well, honestly, the difference between rum and agricole rum. Exa- that is exactly yeah. kind of what I'm getting, is yeah. the oh. difference between using, like, a molasses or using sugar cane juice. So, this like, is, this pomace that they use is probably, like, more like molasses. Yes, like I'm, what I'm getting is it has less sugar in it. It's a little less like easy to ferment, but it is like what's left over from the winemaking process, which might also lend grappa to its like more harsh so, standing. So if you were a, vi- a vintner uh, or a person with a v- vineyard, um, would you make wine and then make grappa from the same stuff? That would be my guess. Yes. Like everything that you're about to throw away, you could add a little water and a little yeast to and get like a second ferment. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's make grappa with that. It's the hot dogs of spirits. Yes. And who doesn't like it? I'm sure a grappa distiller would slap I know. I mean, I'm obviously saying that to just be outrageous. But also like like, put some grilled onions and some mustard on there. I am in. I mean, this is, this Chicago is known for its hot dogs, right? So I mean that with all due respect. Absolutely. All due respect. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know your guys' thoughts. I ri- really like this grappa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no fight for me. Like, good category if this is a part of it. I'm getting... Okay, I, on, on the palate, I'm getting something extra in addition to, like, the um, the green apple. I feel like... What, is it butterscotch, Steve? Is that I what I'm getting? I don't know if that's it, I'm, but I'm hearing you. I, I think it's the child of butterscotch and anise. It's something... Somewhere the, 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 mm. There's definitely a hint of mm. anise in there. I got mm-hmm. that nose too. It's a hint yeah. of it. But uh, I, mm. I like this though. Yeah. I do not say this lightly. I think that's the best grappa I've ever had. What? Whoa. <laughs> Here, um, you want to do that? Yes. Aubin. The new mixer, by the way, is fantastic. Yeah. Remember when we, was it the applause one that we couldn't stop? Oh my God, yeah. It was stuck, yeah. <laughs> that is... It's so good. It's so good. Like, after a meal, that would be, for me, no, 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 I would perfect. just drink that for dessert. Yeah, that's the digestif right there. Now, Steve, like, you have the, you have the ability 
to put forth this designation for this. Are you trying to say that that bottle fucks? I think that bottle fucks. There we go. There Fuck we go. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I will like, support that. I I am. The first time I tried it, when we were at the distillery, I was blown away. It's the second round where I'm just like, I, I kind holy of, buckets. I definitely pushed the envelope on getting him to buy that grappa. <laughs> um, I'm so well glad done. you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, like I used to have to sell grappa. Again, not really knowing all that much about it, just knowing like that one kind of sucks, and that's how a lot of grappas are, and that one's better. Um, but it's nice to see um, some variety. Of course, it's being made in Peru, Illinois. It's not being made in Italy, right? <laughs> but you know, still a very cool spirit to have here. Listen, everybody, uh, Star Union Single Barrel Grappa. That bottle fucks. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a big. Oh man, that's big. Next time we go, we're bringing them a bunch of stickers to put on them. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I expect this to be point. on every bottle that you sell. Yes. Hey, the bottle behind the bar, put the sticker on it. Right. Good point. Uh, awesome. So next up, we're, we're, we are play. changing gears hard right Hard now. left turn. Good yeah. point, because you for don't want to first time. Yeah, this will be yeah. the first um, huge gear change. Will not be the last. Because um, we talked about how much interesting stuff they make. Uh, we're going to try their silver agave spirit next. Which is really not interesting. Tequila. Yeah. Another thing we haven't talked about on tequila. the podcast here is that these labels are all really pretty, and Amazing. each one is very unique. Um, I brought this up while we were there to them. I'm like, I'm ama- I'm just so impressed by how cool the label is. Yeah, yeah. and each one is tailored. Ve- like they're all very elaborate, and each one is tailored very much to the spirit. Um, most of them have um, some like some ode to the clock towers. Um, but uh, but just very, very solid artwork on these. And what they do really well is keep a theme consistent across that very different labels, right? Like Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's still like, very art deco. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I get. Yeah. So the silver agave is made, uh, spirit, is made from blue ever agave sourced from the northern hills of Guadalajara, Mexico, then shipped Peru, Peru dot, 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 Illinois. So yeah, <laughs> right. they... Uh, um, it's made in small batches in their hybrid uh, pot column still. Which is dope, by the way. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. Comes were- in at 82 proof. Now, this is, this is not the first um, American-made agave spirit we've tried. Mm. We, uh, we did try this from Hatch Distilling as well, which I, I was a pretty good fan of. But uh, I th- I'm interested that more American distilleries are doing their take on agave spirits. I think it's cool. And Blue Weber agave is the same agave they use for tequila. Correct. You can't call this tequila. Correct. They, uh, they're using the... Uh, Steve, do you remember how they ex- explained this when we were there? Uh, they are getting agave juice. Yeah. Or I believe... Is that nectar? Nectar, nectar yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, so they're right. getting agave nectar shipped in, and then they are fermenting that mm-hmm. and distilling that. Uh, so, stainless steel fermentation... Do you remember the crushing process? I think I remember that you were freaking out about this. That so that I they don't know from oh, my don't? understanding okay. is they're just getting the liquid. Yeah. So how it became liquid, I'm uncertain of. We might have gotten into it, but I yeah, I thought maybe maybe I'm thinking of another. Uh, we we have often talked, and I feel like you are always the one who's like, well, they use this gigantic wheel or that's a lot of a lot of those donkeys. cinco centitos is going to be more. 
along those that, lines. This might be about. a little bit mezcal John over here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> man, he has like three mezcals. He's like, tell oh, you, oh man, <laughs> yeah, let me tell you about the the the, the two ton stone wheel they're using and pulled by a donkey. Well, man. no, I'm I'm just really intrigued by all of it. Yeah, and so that's why I was super excited to try this one. And this, as I recall, is very different from any agave that I've had. So I'm excited to get back into it. What are you guys getting on the nose? Uh, I am getting maple syrup. Yeah, Ooh, a lot of maple. It's yes, and I never get that on agave spirits. It's I'm getting back to my vanilla bean note. Um, just <laughs> I'm turning to John over here. It's like or just like why it's a marzipan and some almond over here. No, like, you know it's like buttery. Maybe by like it is. A it is very uh, salted butter. Yeah, like a whipped butter. Whipped. Exactly. Wait, um, cool you whip. said almond? Is that what you said or something? There was like a... N- no, you said almond. I, I, I said almond, but I was making fun of you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, now no. I'm thinking Mars bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, but I get that buttery, but I'm also thinking like almost like pecan pie or something like... Not pecan specifically, but like... I get, yeah. a, I get a little anise. Something sweet like that. Yeah, something yeah, foo-foo. A little, little bit of that licorice-iness. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a hint. But I'm, I'm not mad about it. Which is very, all that's very interesting for an agave spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a dive in here. What do you guys think? I mean, it tastes like butterscotch to me. Yeah. It doesn't taste to me a lot like a, um, it's more, agave it's, it's more viscous than I was expecting. Yeah. Especially at that proof 82. Right. Yeah. It's got, a, it's got a richness to it. You know, I mean, this is almost sacrilege, but it kind of reminds me of Fortaleza Blanco. Mm. I mean, I, it's not as good as Fortaleza Blanco. Let me, Full stop. I love Star Union. Their their silver agave spirit is not as good as maybe my favorite Blanco tequila ever. And it doesn't have Blanco. to be, right? That's not the No, no, yeah. it doesn't have to be. But, no, but, but it reminds me a lot of that. That's incredible. When we talk about Fortaleza Blanco, we did talk about like uh like a creamy, buttery kind of a yes, flavor. It's, it's, it's and got this a very has... similar viscosity. It's got the mouthfeel similar. Yeah, it is along those lines. I understand what you're saying. Keep keep on keeping on starting eating on this agave spirit. Let me see if I can make a proper comparison for our whiskey listeners. Uh, I feel like Fortaleza right now is like the Blantons of, or probably maybe like Eagle Rare or some batch Buffalo Trace product. And so to say that a uh, an underdog distillery in the middle of Illinois could make a product that reminds you of a huge distillery. Yeah. Like, Ringing endorsement. Yeah. Right there. Like and the fact that it even comes close yeah. is insane. Yeah. The fact that we, we had the conversation. All right. So we are going to move on away from the agave. That's the only... It's also fun, too, to try a couple of agave spirits because now we're moving away from that category. Yeah. I mean, they also make an an, an aged version of that, but uh, I only have so much money. So <laughs> also, I don't, I don't love aged agave. I really like Blanco's. I, mm, I go back and forth, man. Well, There's, it's funny, brand to brand, I have my favorites yeah. as far as uh, the yeah. different different tequilas. Like, I love the Blanco of Fortaleza. I love the Reposado of El Tesoro. Yeah. I love the Añejo of Co- Codigo. Yeah. I got to go back and write all that down. Uh, I also love the Añejo of G4. But uh, that's, so there's like... A G4 Repo for me. I also like, like the G4 Repo. I mean, yeah. the G4, G4 across the board. Yeah, okay, like, but, that's fair. But like... So remind me, so Blanco, unaged, Repo, and then Añejo? Yes. Yeah, Re- Repo is between two months and a year? No, I think it's like it two months? to eight months. I think... No, it could be... It, if it's... It can be up to... No, no one actually ages that long, but if it's less than a year... It's a it, Repo? It's a Repo. If it's over a year... To, to, to just to a year to two years is an Añejo. No, so most, we, most people aren't doing it two years. It's, a lot of people are doing like 18 months or whatever. Yeah. 
But there's some dead to, space between eight months and a year in the. I, no, I think he's saying repo can go up to twelve. I've yeah. never yeah. seen it. Yeah, but it, you can. But like most people aren't doing that. But you can do it. And then uh, if it's over two years, it's an extra anyhow. Yeah, which is so risky. It is always taste your extra añejos before yes. you spend the money. Yeah, I had a really bad experience with a very expensive extra añejo. It was yeah, like, that tracks. Ooh, that tastes like bad whiskey, not like amazing tequila. Yeah. Anyway, it'll happen. Anywho, back to back to Star Union. We're talking Star Union, gang. Good job, guys, on your agave. So we Are have you ready for another left turn. We're taking yeah. So we took a crazy turn to agave. So now we're turning it back to something else. We're going to whiskey. We're going to heel toe, guys. baby. We're going whiskey, guys. And so this is their American Corn Series. And we have two expressions from their American Corn Series to try it today. Two of three, correct? Yeah, they did three of them. We're doing two of them today. Again, I only have so much money. Until we hit 500,000 well, listeners. Star we're only at 100,000 listeners. Patreon. Also, Star Union has a lot of spirits. Yes. And we're doing, you know, when we a go, when little we, smattering. When we of, go back, we're going to try all the stuff we didn't try today. Oh, right? well, they'll have new stuff, too. That's I, the problem. I, I know. Right? We're going to try that, too. Yeah, that's why we're getting up. We're gonna stay overnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, I'll be stumbling home. Yeah, producer God's Jenny forbid. doesn't want to drive. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be an expensive Uber there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, first up, we've got. I think we have the first up. Is this the? Uh, we have the apple. Yes. So yeah. the whiskey aged in apple brandy. So this is a light whiskey made from Illinois corn. I, I appreciate the like the lo- local. We that is so as much local corn. as it yeah. gets. Yeah. Um, it's rested in toasted American oak brandy barrels. Toasted. That's the word of the month. Yeah. And, toasted. Uh, coming in at 100 proof. Oh, wow. So, all right. So, we've moved up in the world. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going up in proof here, Because kind of, you know, whiskey really can handle that. I feel like a lot of other spirits, brandies and agaves you see at 80. Now, on, on the, go ahead, Jenny. Sorry. No, I don't remember. Did we ask? Because they call it a light whiskey rested in used toasted oak apple brandy barrels. Did we ask them what... Did we define what light whiskey means? Light whiskey has a legal definition. Do you remember this? I do not. Okay, I'm going to look it up down? real quick. It's, uh, well, that's not the right one. I'll get it for you. But it's, um, essentially, it's the amount of um, spirit that you, like, you can add to it, and it's how much you can add to it. Yeah, I think it, I liken it to our, uh, mm, what's the place in Cincinnati we went to? Cincinnati. No, no, with the, with the really cool back like back patio and the live band that I loved. Oh, um, it's Knox Joseph. Yes, <laughs> I was Knox like, Joseph. it's that bottle over yeah, there. Yeah, their whiskey we got is similar, I think, in that yeah. it's like there's some grain neutral spirit in there. Whiskey Jake says that <laughs> uh, it's made from grain, uh, still between 160 and 190 proof, so that's above what you could do for bourbon aged and used or uncharred new oak barrels, no length. Of time. Okay. It sounds like they might just be able to raise the proof on that as opposed to a standard whisk. In any case, on the nose, yeah. corn. You get a lot of, yeah, a lot, lot, of, of lot, lot of corn. Are you getting any apple? Yeah. Yeah. There must be something with their yeast that really has that kind Is of it? crisp apple. I'm one, that might be it. Green also, apple? It's also aged in apple brandy, gang. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're so foolish. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I get a lot of corn on that. Let's, uh, yeah, let's it's all pop. corn, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the American corn series, so right. I would expect a lot of corn. With corn balls. Yeah, you know, on the palate, it's... Uh, I get apple, but it's not like overwhelmingly apple, though. 
No, I think no. it kind of balances out that corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is very interesting. Very unique. That is interesting. I would love to throw this in a, a new American oak barrel for like three more years and just see what happens. I don't, I mean, I really enjoy it. It's, um, oh, no, I like it. I yeah. just, I'd be really curious to see, uh, I like it for what it is, but yeah, I'd be really curious to see if you threw this in a barrel for a couple of years. Oh, yeah, for what, sure. What I think, to it? I think that they're onto something, mm-hmm. um, and that this in a few years is going to be so good. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're, we're the champions of the, uh, like, different spirits. Like, you know, we're all about mixing it up and getting interesting things from different places. Now, before we go on, though, I do want to let you know that I did look up the legal definition of light whiskey according to uh, the federal regulation on light whiskey. John Jay says what? It says that it's fermented grain mash <laughs> used for uncharred new oak barrels more than 160 groups. So it is exactly what Whiskey Jake said. Um so I guess it's just a broader. Where, where was your faith in Whiskey Jake? Yeah, you know I just don't know that dude. Right? If it was Whiskey Written Jake, I would have believed him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, different story, hundred yeah. percent. But then there's blended light whiskey, and there's all sorts of other categories that you can get into. So yeah, it seems sketchy per usual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So next up, so that was the uh, the American Corn series. They're whiskey aged in apple brandy. Next up, we have the same thing, but it's aged in. Ch- toasted oak cherry brandy barrels, and this was the bottle I had to get, right? Yes, I was yes. like, you were, had to, yeah, yeah. Like we we Required. we pleaded with you. You were on a ledge. You're like, I'm buying this bottle. Of well, j- I knew j- I wanted to get one of their. John, no, it's coming down <laughs> from the ledge. <laughs> I was like, I want to get one of their light whiskeys because I really mm-hmm. thought their light whiskey. Just you you were while good. we were there. You would. I mean, it was kind of annoying. You wouldn't shut up about how much you like the light whiskey, mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, it's good, man. <laughs> I get it. Like, no, no, guys, you don't understand. This is going to change the world. Yeah. And uh, you, you're flailing a lot. Like, uh, that like, was me with the grappa, flailing. though. Yeah. And, Which uh, I now totally understand. Yeah. And I didn't that get bottle the fucks. light whiskey, like, unaged and, like, unfinished. And I kind of regret that, but I'm excited to go back to this cherry finished one and, and try that. Yeah. So. so let's try it with the cherry one. So this is uh, finished in cherry brandy casks. Not their own cherry brandy, right? Toasted oak cherry brandy barrels. I would assume it's aged in their cherry brandy barrels. I, I, like I believe we asked about that, yeah. and that was confirmed. They are like, using. Yeah, I feel their like barrels. they would be using their own. I take it back. I you know, I'm back. getting a little different on the nose here. So I'm still getting a little of that corn, but not as much so. Yeah, it's it is. Not I'm getting more of that cherry of a, coming through. Yes. Yeah. A lot more mm. of the cherry coming through. I will say off the nose, this is where I'm, my preference would be of the two. Yeah. But I haven't tasted yet. So. Yeah. I get like a little bit of like a sprite. Oh, wow. oh, a little lemon lime? Yeah. Like a, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, Jenny, you're so right. Like, I almost expect to have, like, that little, like, um, the popping of the, like, the of carbonation. Of the carbonation, yeah. Like, hitting my nose as I put my nose in the glass, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that's come up for me a, a few times. And, you know, interestingly, I think the last time that that came up was during one of the Fortaleza mm. <laughs> uh, tequilas. Like that nose? Yeah. Wait, uh, so we should list, We should read the back of this. because Please, it, please do. Um, so, of course, you mentioned light whiskey made from Illinois corn and rested in toasted American oak brandy. But also, um, the spirit accentuates the creamy corn profile of the whiskey, right, as we mentioned, along with the fruity characteristics of the used toasted American oak brandy barrel. Unapologetically young and spicy with fruit overtones, our American corn series embraces the innovation of bringing brandies and whiskeys together in this fine American spirit. Now, now, Stephen, I know you would like them to apologize for the youth of this whiskey. Um, they are unapologetic. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that. You weren't even asking for an apology. No. No. I mean... Yet. Um, by the way, so... I tease. I, I know we like to joke about some of the young whiskeys we've had in our in our day. 
Uh, this is so infinitely better than that terrible North Carolina <laughs> whiskey yeah. we had. Oh my gosh. We can like, always go back to that. In the sense that, better. I mean, literally in the sense it, that that was zero and this is yeah. good. Yeah, this is actually good. Um, I like this one, having them side by side now, I like this one better. That's all I hoped for. Yes. Yeah, so I agree. You, I, now I understand why you were ra- ranting and raving about this particular bottle. It is wonderful. S- Steve, can I ask you a question? Shoot. How much does a penguin weigh? Just enough to break the ice. That's how I feel about the cherry influence on this whiskey. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. It's uh, it's subtle. It's the sour kind of cherry, as we've talked about. Yeah. So it's it's not like a sweetness. It's more of a, there's a little bit of tart action there. Yeah, just a hint of tart. But it's subtle. I'm getting that little bit of that red cherry, though. And um, there's something else there, too. Maybe it's like cinnamon for me. A little bit of corn. I could see a little hint of uh, of some sort of baking spice yeah. in the background. I, I dig this. I would drink this neat. Give me two fingers of this and a, uh, a roaring yeah. fire in the maybe, winter. Maybe not mm. every day, but I could see myself But like three times a week. You know what's funny is that like this, I could see, I, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe this should remind me of an Armagnac in a way. But I mean, yes. you love Armagnac. Well, I'm just thinking I about like I actually want to go back to that Boulevardier note that Steve had oh, yeah. earlier. Um, I think it would be good with either one of them, but I, I think that this would be great in a Boulevardier. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think it's more whiskey forward than the first one. Maybe. I don't know. I think They're so. They're both pretty good for pure corn whiskey. And and for being very young. Unapologetically very young. young. Yes. Which, is like, as we know, could you know what, taste not good. This kind of reminds me of some of those other distilleries that put out um, what is uh, relatively younger whiskey, like New Riff. Wilderness Trail and uh, Peerless, and yet their their whiskeys, their bourbons are fantastic, and I just think there must be something in the process, you know, the the grain, something along the way that they're doing very purely, very refined. That Illinois corn, baby. Yeah, I mean, that honestly, that's it. I do remember that, like, when I was at one distillery, I don't remember what it was, and they're like, we always check all of our grain to make sure that there's no must in it. There's no like, there's nothing that's gone mm. bad in it because that will ruin your batch. And I bet some distilleries are better than others at being able to detect that. And I think they're really, really good. So, all right, so I promise I won't. We're, we're go taking on. another left turn. We, we've almost done a, like a 360 at this point. We probably have. We should probably take a right turn at some point. Yeah. So well, actually, I think we might be back where we started almost. Yeah. So this one, actually, this is actually, this is actually kind of a good transitionary spirit because we just had some whiskeys. This is probably their easiest thing to find if you're in the Chicago area because uh, it's at some of your local liquor stores. It is their rum rye. The rum and rye. It is a, a blend of Star Union American Gold Rum, which uh, unfortunately we don't have today. Again, I only have so much money to buy these things. But uh, the, a blend of their uh, starting American Gold Rum, which is aged two years, if memory serves, and Cody Road Rye Whiskey. So it's a collaboration between them and Cody Road. If you ever in Cody, Wyoming. It's a 50-50 blend of those two things. That's fun. Yeah. You know, it's a new category. I've seen a couple of these things kicking around. Um, I don't know that it's gained a ton of traction as a category, but uh, people are trying it. I guess the sweetness of the rum balanced with the spiciness of the rye. Yeah, I get that. I'm going to say right now I gave this little snifter rum coming through on the nose for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just also smell it. Yeah, there's a lot of rum coming through. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, I, like, I... Honestly, 
You know what? This um, this smells to me. It's familiar. I, I, I'm getting more of the rum out of it. It's almost like a Jamaican rum, is what it is. It's got a yes, yes, John. That is. <laughs> no, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about how you love Jamaican rum. Uh, <laughs> I'm a like a one should. trick show, you know. I'm just your, like, your name comes up in conversation a lot when I'm talking about things, and it's just like you know, uh, John. Uh, John really loves this. Yeah, <laughs> that makes um, me. Feel I, so I, I love that when you're not with me. I'm just like you know. Let me tell you about what John likes. <laughs> Because um, he, I don't, he, just, he's been hounding me for a Jamaican rum episode for a fucking year. This is I know, yeah, we still haven't done it, but it's gonna be so good when we do it because we just keep getting. I've, Jamaican I've got rums. like five Jamaican rums behind, and me. I have five too. We could literally, yeah. we could do a Jamaican rum. We have to, we have to pare it down now, and we still have to do the uh, obscure rum episode because we were too drunk oh, the first wait. time we did that episode. Somebody was. It was, uh, it was unerrable. No such thing. It was you, yeah. John. It was the whole. Experience. It was you, and it was Jenny who literally hit stop about oh, yeah, two thirds no, yeah. of the way through the episode. Oh, that was funny. And then I, I, she's like, well, you what? You guys were done. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, I was sober enough for And that. it's like, and we yeah. had two more things to try. And yeah. this is why we only do two episodes I think that was back in the days. Yeah. 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 We learned the hard way that we cannot record three episodes in one sitting. Yeah. No. It's not smart. No. You can be as professional as you want, but you're just, your body only goes so far. Yeah. Anyway, we're back to rum and rye. <laughs> There's something about that, the rye added to this. And maybe... Uh, actually, I'm so sorry. I said two years. Uh, both of these spirits were aged three years separately. Oh, man. That is a good... So the rum and the rye were both aged three years separately. And then cut to 82 proof. Douglas. And then blended together. Man, three years is like the golden point for rye. I agree. Yeah. And, and comes in 82 proof, 35 bucks at your local liquor store. Too cheap. Here in Chicago. When you guys are saying that... Oh, um, Jenny, I think your mic is dead. I can't. Well, I heard you. Really? Yeah, I hear you. Oh yeah, I hear myself. Never mind. Um. No, I, you guys were saying a lot of rum on the nose. I'm getting rye on the nose. I'm getting mint. Really? She's going I get a direction. little mint. I can kind of see the mint in the background there. I'm gonna taste it. Let's yeah. let's just let's just taste it. Oh yeah! Wow, that is. That's got a little like a little cherry, a little vanilla. It's got a little anise. It's got so much going on. I get all three of those things. Good, I agree. Job, a lo- I agree with a lot of that. Yeah. Steve, I mean, what, what do you get on there? What's your uh, your professional take here? I do not hate that. <laughs> that is my professional take. <laughs> Can I I'll, say I'll be- what I want this in? I'm sorry, an old fashioned. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would fuck a with rum that. Old fashioned. Well, actually, what would you call that? A rum old fashioned, a rye old fashioned. I think you'd call it an old fashioned, John. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. But yes, it's yes, it's a combo. I'll be honest with you. The first time I tried this at the Chicago Rum Festival, I uh, I wasn't a big fan. I tried a bunch of the rum, and I love the rum. This was kind of like, okay, this is fine. This is way better than I remember it. This yeah, is, this is pretty fucking good. Oh, I think good this job, is guys. Great. This is good. I mean, I can't it, believe this is just thirty five dollars too. Also, that is for just how small. How small the batches have that to be. That is delightful. I mean, yeah. yeah. Cost effectiveness, like, it's that's really crazy. tough to get anything under 40 at that size. Right. This with just a little bit of sugar, really any kind of yeah. bitters. Old fashioned all day. I mean, I'm a chocolate bitters fiend. Um, I but also want to throw out a Manhattan option. Toasted almond yeah. bitters, though. Honestly, I think you're more light with that because it's already a little sweet. So I wouldn't want to add, like, a lot of sweetness to that. Mm-hmm. A little Maybe. toasted almond bitters in there. That's a thing. I yeah, we, we just it just came out recently, and, we, and I bought a bottle. How did you all know? of the bitters? I mean, I mean, I'm the marzipan dude, so I need to get some of that. Yeah, to- come see me for some toast almond bitters. Yeah, right. Although I think you can start getting the navy strength rum in the city if you uh, I have if you, made, ask for, if you ask for it. I have made a request for that at our local liquor store, and there are, I believe, two bottles waiting for you there. Yes. So that is what we should try next. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and, and we said such a robust uh, number of things here. Um, I want to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. So in front of us now, we've got the Navy Strength Dark Rum. Parker's excited. I am very excited. Oh, I'm excited. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. Made from Louisiana first boiled sugarcane molasses. Wait, so much going on there. <laughs> yeah. Louisiana molasses? Yeah, Louisiana first boiled sugar. So first boiled sugarcane molasses is the very high quality. That's the good shit. That is the, the Hasn't good Hasn't been stuff. stomped on. Not yet. Oh. So they got the first crack at this stuff. So this is a high quality uh, molasses. And, and it's, uh, is the sugarcane grown in Louisiana? Is that the, or is it? Yes. Is it? I would assume so. If it's made from Louisiana, first boiled sugarcane molasses. It's, it's not like yeah. the Louisiana style of boiling. No, no, that's like actually grown. Actually, uh, you guys might not realize this. A lot of places in the United States grow sugarcane. Oh, I know, because we are from one of those. Sh- yeah, Florida. There's a ton of sugarcane in Florida. Go Gators. That tracks. Get up and go. You don't have, oh, you so don't have Allie to dissent here. That's so why we said it. That's why oh, we said oh, it. By the way, I intend, Allie, if you're listening, I, I intend for John and I to watch the Florida Florida State game with you. Oh, God, yes. Yes, and, yes, and yes, yes. The loser will be punished with Malort shots. Oh, so or rewarded. Is that a punish? For me, it's a reward. For her, it's a punishment. Win win. Right, right, I, right, right, right. I don't think she views it that way anymore. No, she better be in town. That's all it takes. Live here long enough. Yeah, right. This Navy Strength Dark Rum is. Then so they they make it from that Louisiana first boiled sugarcane molasses, married with charred oak barrels and caramelized molasses after the distillation. Yeah. Okay, uh, coming in at 114 proof. Just in case it gets in contact with that powder reserve. Well, I'm really it's interested. Got to set on fire. When they say caramelized molasses, so that's kind of a dosage. Like they've added, kind of, kind of like rounded it out a little and, bit. And uh, this is 42 bucks, give or take, at your local Chicago liquor store. That seems pretty cheap. Um, they, if they don't have it in stock, ask for it. They, yes. can, they can order it for you. Yeah. Affordable mm-hmm. and immediately on the nose. Like, Yeah, let's talk about the nose for a second. Oh, my God. This makes nose. me want to sing sea shanties. It's very fall. This nose feels yeah. like someone should be playing a hurdy gurdy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I need, I need a Gervasi brother on one of the port cannons. I need, I need Harrison at the wheel. Yeah, I need Bozeman Bill. And I'm, I'm on the sail. Like, what are we doing here? You guys definitely lost me on that, but I love we're talking, it. So we're talking Sea of Thieves, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either. Yeah. But um, I got some like peach on the nose. Yeah, you know, I got that. Um, also, I would say that. This is uh, like grandma's molasses cookies. Yeah, I get I get a lot of like sweet, um, I, not sweet bread, but like uh, ginger snaps or like. Yeah, it's like ginger bread, but without like the sugary, like, yeah, just like the gingerbread. Yeah, this, rem- this reminds me of a sweet Christmas dessert. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Baking spice, allspice. Yeah, this sweetness. is. Sweetness. The nose on this has a lot going on. Let's get into the palate though. Oh man, I'm so. Do we have to? I just want to spend all my time with this now. We discussed it in the winter and just skate on it. We discussed candles earlier. This one, oh, this is my candle. Would be fucking incredible as a scent. Put a wick in this. Just idea, guys. Start you like make some candles. What are we doing? Yeah, honestly, like there's probably plenty of space. They have a candle making space. Oh man, did you try it? I did. All right, that is so good. It's so good. (laughs) There's a lot going on there. Oh wow. Um. This is great because it is a rum that is not overly sweet. No. Um, but it has the correct amount of sweetness for what it is and what it is yeah. supposed to be. 
I imagine that they must have because they added that molasses on the tail end. They must have been like, okay, what's the like? Let's go a little under versus going a little over. You know? Yeah, it it is just perfect sweet to spirit ratio for me. And that 114 proof right. really. I mean, I know that I say this a lot, but this is perfectly balanced. As all things should. Be. Oh my god! It yeah. Really, I almost is, finished your though. sentence for you. <laughs> um, I also definitely get some baking spice on this. That's yes. really nice. It's yeah. not. Um, it's kind of understated. It's not, but it's there. Guys, I'm getting, I'm, that, I'm getting that caramel. Go ahead, John. Well, no, no, please, please. Let's let's fully vet this. I'm getting like a burnt caramel. Yes. that I am here for yes. every day of the week. You're so right. good. There is like a little bit of a toasted, like really enjoyable. Mm. What? This, is, this is so fucking good Alright look This is what I was gonna say mm. I wanna nominate this bottle I think This bottle fucks Whoa I, I fully I, believe This bottle fucks This is fucking with me Cause we've Have we ever had two On one episode Maybe not are, are, I don't know about that I don't think so I, I mean but, uh, yeah Um. So and I will say that um, Going into the archives That we on the new, the second new riff episode, mm, Story and Jenny, we had already claimed that a bottle fucked, and we retasted it. Gotcha. And then added another one. Oh right, that also so, fucks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because we literally in that one it was the bottle that fucked, and they they took that and they finished it in something else for a Which while. Which was insane. <laughs> yeah. Now it's even better. Like insane. yeah, this one, that one, well, fucked. I mean, this one, like yeah. Um. So this is fantastic. Do, I would put this. I mean, drinking on its own is dangerous as all hell. Yeah, that I would, could hurt me. So as most people know, I in the summer, I enjoy making strawberry daiquiris. Ooh. And at $42, you could do that I, with this I bottle. Would, I would put this in my strawberry daiquiri, which is, as you guys know, it's all about the frozen strawberries and the fresh strawberries combo. Mm-hmm. You get a white rum and you get a high proof rum. So I would 100% go this as a high proof rum. Now, normally I use plantation. I would use this instead. This is fucking great. Wow, that actually. So you love plantation rum I for do. obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and the fact that you would substitute this for that rum is pretty much the highest praise I think you could offer. This is amazing. Yeah, this. I like. I want to put this up to any other navy strength rum, and it's like it's gonna fucking crush. Yeah, it is like. It is a very good balance of like Uh-oh. high proof. Oh, and we are going to. All right. So Parker has just pulled out his plantation overproof. Uh, it's a sixty nine percent. And if anybody's good at math, help me out with that. That is he is he's this is um, his go to for um, when we make daiquiris. So so, so the, a little higher, like at one eighteen to one twenty, right? I think so. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's one thirty-eight. Yeah. So yeah. So what's interesting about this is um, I was gonna say that that Star Union rum that we just had, I would throw that into some tiki cocktails or tropical, 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 right? Yeah, I'm using the the colonialist vernacular. Uh, Listen, I've long wanted to do a uh, a tropical drink uh, episode. You, uh, l- listener, you couldn't see this, but Parker did use squ- scare quotes on tropical. <laughs> I, I did, I did. <laughs> but uh, I, I am desperate to do an episode on that. And you know what? Dead of winter is probably the best time. Right? No, you. What you, better to talk about tropical agreed. drinks than in the dead of oh, winter? That's I, when Lost Lake was the best. Oh God, I know. 
I miss, I miss so, it. Rest in peace, Leslie. Yes, pour one out. But yes, um, we're trying these side by side. Plantations OFTD. Which is? Stands for Oh Fuck That's Delicious. <laughs> which it is. Which has been my favorite overproof rum for a long time. No, but it's not really. It doesn't really stand for that. Uh, that well, not is, officially. Well, according it, it to did. the rep. <laughs> well, you can't well, put no, that on old, the bottle. Old-fashioned yeah. traditional rum. Oh. Traditional, traditional dark, dark is what it stands However, for. However, mm. when they first distilled it, mm. when they tasted it, the first thing the master blender and master... Di- or either master blender or master distiller said was oh fuck that's delicious (laughs) which it is so you put this on the bottle and then you're like okay let's find a pretext like what do we say that this actually is so the OMTD is 20 I I think I like it's Star- better. Yeah, it, Star- I'm gonna Union's say better. it. Oh yeah! That, Holy shit! Wow. OFTD has been my number one overproof rum for fucking years. I can't believe this just happened. All right, let's talk about a few things. So, what does this bottle go? For, this plantation bottle normally go for? Uh, it's like thirty-four bucks. So very close, very close. So, but the complexity is not there. Am it's right? not. Jenny, go ahead. Did we agree like that this bottle fucks? Yes. Well, I think we're in the process Sorry. of verifying we're, that. We, we okay. are um, okay. we're we're crunching a lot of numbers right now. Yeah. yeah. Because like you said, Jenny, like two two bottles that fuck in one episode, we need to confirm. Yeah. We, we, now, they, the big thing here is that call the Star Union makes a lot of wildly different things. Right. So it's like you could have a single barrel grappa that fucks and a rum that fucks. That bottle fucks. Yeah. I, there there I it agree. is. Thank it's you. Official. Thank you. I official. can't believe I just said like a this is better. Well, oh. No, that I that <laughs> I we, believe in. We just tried Star Union's um, Navy Strength Rum side by side with Plantation OFTD Overproof Rum. Star Union's better. It now, cannot be overstated how the difference in size of scale of these operations as well, and the amount of time that's gone into making Plantation, Plantation. owned by Pierre Fran. Right. right, like just I love Plantation rum. Technically, right. Mason. Everyone for who knows I think all of us yes. in this room. We yes, have an entire would. shelf of Plantation rum. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's I, really good. I have so much plantation rum. I yeah. love plantation rum. And I love this OFTD. The Star Union Navy Strength Rum is better. It, Holy shit. It's just more complex. Pull out the stickers. Yeah, it has more going on. Can I ask you guys a quick question? So dark, when they say dark, does that mean they've added a little bit of molasses? What does dark mean? Usually yeah, it's typ- the... Typically, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what? It's that like molasses edition that gives it that like... Yeah, that's dark. Rich. What did you call dark. it? You called it a plea up? Is that what you said? No, um... But you, no, I was just saying yes that uh, oh. they add, they do add because you know like I, I would call that a dosage like if they like well, yeah, sweeten I mean, it up but it's not it, is molasses that, it's isn't more necessarily that. sweet it's, it's yeah it's more than like hey we added some sugar it's like it's viscosity like we added, yeah we added this body this, yeah it's viscosity it's dark burnt caramel mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of stuff going on I there. mean when you add molasses to a spirit already like that's kind of like making a cocktail kind of in a way like I mean I, obviously mm-hmm. these are straight spirit like these are spirits of themselves it's not like a canned cocktail but like you are as a master taster and in that process you're really thinking about taste yeah and molasses is very viscous my mother used to love to say when uh, we weren't my brother and i weren't doing our chores hard enough it's like you're moving slow as molasses yeah she loves that's, saying that, tell me you're from the south without telling me you're from the south exactly that yes Man, um, that, that bottle. My fucks. grandma's from Detroit. She said the same thing. Well, maybe <laughs> did she come from from the south though? Appalachia, kind of a little. No, bit? they came from Poland. Well, that's part of the south. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's Southern like Poland, the south yeah. of. You're talking about Poland, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's many God. I, I honestly, guys, I'm so amazed that just happened. That, and it, I, I knew that rum was um, good. I didn't know it was that good. Star Union, like congratulations. Yeah, great, great job, guys. Casey, uh, Bob. Yeah. 
Dan, great job, gang. That is so fucking cool how good a, that is. I just had a paranormal experience on that. <laughs> Starting to wonder, right? Can you hand me back my? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, appreciate, uh, in studio of, audience member Doug uh, got really aggressive well, as we he, got. Excited. He was also fired up about yeah. that rum. That's right. Yeah, he doesn't drink it, but he just gets excited for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're gonna move on to another of their rums. So, so this is their reserve rum, right? Yeah. Why, why is it reserved though? Because you can only get it in three seventy-five uh, milliliters. Yeah. Well, this is a very special rum. Five I actually years. already I already regret that I did not get one of these bottles. I'm really I need to go back to get no, I can get that navy rum at my local liquor store. That's, right. that's absolutely right. Ask them for it and they can order it for you. Because I need mm-hmm. that on my shelf. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm done. It's I'm next. done on so, the navy strength. So the res- I want to make grog out of it. Alright, now I'm done. Yes. The reserve rum. Uh this is also made from that same first boiled sugar cane molasses. So it's important. Mm. Uh, this is aged five years in American charred oak whiskey barrels. That's a long time. Then another year in sherry casks. Oh. Wow. I do want to There's point the out, reserve right there. Yeah. Reading the back of the bottle here, they do shout out Tailwinds Distilling. That's good. Love that. That's good. Um, that's why I think it's an evolution, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I think, that's, I think that's great. And then uh, this comes in at 107 proof. A very respectable proof for a rum. Now we bought Agreed. this. We bought this at the distillery. And they told they told me that they only had 150 bottles left. Oh God! I, they didn't tell me that. Of course, I would have bought it as the tater so I am. Um, fuck! I, I bought three of them. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going back Smart. next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, if you are seriously, give me one. Uh, I'm just joking. Yeah. All right, but, but uh, right. All right. So this nose is reminiscent, but different. Yeah, reminiscence a good word. A similar base is yeah. from the Hold last on. rum, but like there's a, like a. a it's aged longer. Mm-hmm. It's finished in sherry. There's more going on. Get, it's still kind of high proof, though. It's all right. Producer Jenny's going to hate sherry. this note that I'm getting on the nose, but it is a raspberry coffee cake nose for me. And all, so specific. Raspberry is, coffee cake. Because there are so many flavors going on there. So, like, think about like Publix. Uh, the, That's all I think about is Publix. Yes, right. Like, all right, so take a walk with me through the Publix bakery. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. We are transplants to Chicago from Florida, which says a lot about how great Chicago is as Chai Spirits guys. So uh, the Publix bakery does a signature coffee cake. It's a long coffee cake. Parker, have you ever had that? Jenny, I, 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 I have, yes. In Florida. Oh, okay. yes I have. All right. My family, that is like, that's our staple. Yeah. So that's yeah. Public, Sunday after Public church definitely sells a lot oh, of no. staples. Saturday after drinking the night before at Rosie O'Grady's in downtown Orlando. That's yeah. one of the most O'Grady's. Florida oh, so things good. I've ever it heard. It was oh so good. All right, but anyway, so this coffee cake though, it is uh, a sweet bread with like li- uh, lines of raspberry like jam and frosting, and it is so good and and. Imagine if you just like put your nose over that, and that is what I feel like I'm getting when I put my nose over this. So many flavors. That might be the most elaborate tasting note I've ever. I know. Heard I'm sorry. Chocolate. I'm sorry. And it's not even a tasting note. It's a will, nose note. I will say, it it does remind me of fresh bakery notes on the mm. nose, like walking into a sweets, specifically a sweets bakery, right? Mm. Or at least that's what they're doing that day. This, like, re- this reminds me of the time that Steve came with me to taste wedding cakes. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's exactly what yeah. I'm thinking of yes. right now. I that, couldn't. That is the put moment. Words to it. I love it. Steve joined you for that. It was just me and Steve. <laughs> I, was, I was out of town. Yeah, Wait, it, was, it was just me and Steve. We, and had, already so. made, we had already made like the the uh, appointment and everything, and then I ended up having to go out of town for work some video work. 
And um, yeah, and, and Stephen yeah. and I tasted a bunch. No of them. pressure yeah. or anything. As Jenny's just, proxy, yeah, as Jenny's proxy and then for the desserts. Hold on, though. Like, to be fair, sweets are definitely Parker's um, wheelhouse more than oh, mine. Yeah. I mean, that is true. And he was always going to have more say on the wedding cake than me. So, like. Yeah. Honestly, for that particular one, I was kind of yeah. like, okay, that's chocolate fine. with strawberry. And by the way, we made the right call. As yeah, I, I as I recall, felt the, honored. Yeah, your wedding cake was very good. It was. Oh, it was I mean, as was our whole was wedding, we nailed our wedding. Oh my gosh, yeah. I hate to come back here and interrupt the, this, but the reserve room, right? Yeah, right. This we I was literally about, about to do that. Like, we yeah. do you have a spirits podcast. It's usually it's my job to like reel everybody in. Like, ah, I'm here. I'm here today. All three chai spirits guys. You know, we should all be good at that. Yeah. It, there are no special guests today. This We're nose is like right. magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love oh, how yeah. different it is with this very similar like foundation mm-hmm. as the Navy strength, but with a little bit more subtlety. What, yeah. What is that cherry cask adding that I am just really. I get some raspberry. I get some yeah. anise. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. I definitely I think... get that coffee that you were mentioning. I know you said coffee cake, but I get coffee. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, with every coffee cake, there's got to be a little bit of coffee because you know it's in the same room. Right. Um, also, just some kind of like candy. Oh, man, that is so good. Yes. And then he, you said Anise Parker? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, my my nose, my senses are tuned to that because maybe because I eat a lot of like black licorice. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting that here. But I... uh. Oh my god! Did anybody take a t- taste? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're all we're all there. I'm I sorry. Just, I just jumped there with you, mm. Jenny. Licorice. Producer, yeah, the anise yeah. that licorice comes through. Producer on the Jenny has been dealing with audience member Doug. You know what? He gets all he gets that syrup in him, and he gets all antsy in the. He's all fired up on Mountain Dew. He's coming at us like a spider monkey. <laughs> he was earlier today. He was throwing off the bridge. Uh, Grandpa with ships warp uh, metals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting that black licorice. I'm getting that raspberry. I know. Yeah. Uh, Razzmatazz. I'm also getting that regret that you get when you don't buy a bottle that you absolutely fucking love. That yeah. is this bottle. is so That's good. how I felt when we tasted the grappa. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the grappa? I, no. I thought you did. I you, just picked up oh, the cherry. Oh, no, Steve, brandy. no. I fucked up. All right, so Steve and now I are going to so drive. Now between yes. all of us, we have one bottle of the grappa at 375 milliliters. So. And one uh, bottle of... the. I but you so you bought a couple of bottles of this knowing that it was good giving I, it to friends I did I did I bought three bottles one for us you bought Ch- one Ch- bottle Spirit. for us yes and then I gave away uh, two bottles to uh, two friends of Chai Spirits guys okay uh, where do they live loyal people mm-hmm. right uh, <laughs> yes. where do they live? Da- do they need like we could do dinner sometime D- Daniel and Todd yeah, uh, sure. D- dear friends now. of the show both dear, both, dear both former ha- have been guests on the show and will be again. <sighs> Fine, and uh, you I know guess we that's like them. as my thank you <laughs> for their contribution um, to our uh, our success, which has been ever growing. So yeah. thank it's you, everybody. Um, but this bottle's so good. It this, is so good. Hey, hey gang, listen, I, this has never happened, and this might never happen again. Yeah, this bottle fucks. Yeah, holy oh, shit! Third bottle, of course. Fucks. All right, look, I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to be the person to nominate it, but like. We knew that this bottle was going to be good because it comes from the Navy Strength rum, right? In a way, like it's the yeah, same, yeah, same base, it. right? The same it's base, aged longer. It's finished in sherry and proofed down a little bit, which doesn't hurt it, right? What a, lo- that, what a lovely proof too for right. this, yeah, yeah. It, and, which and, is high for rum. And honestly, trying this rum at the Chicago Rum Festival on my birthday, right? Uh, it was what, your it, birthday. Wow. It was, and it made me fall in love with this brand because I was like, "Holy shit, you can make." 
this rum in the in Illinois, in the middle of Illinois. Yeah, you're like, like excuse in, in you, such a what? Midwest state, a such a tropical. It yeah. was like, wait, where where in Barbados did you make this? No, this is Illinois, right, right. Martinique. Yeah, yeah, Martinique. Oh, I'm sorry, is this in Guyana? Yeah, <laughs> no, this is in the middle of Illinois. All right, look, I'm gonna say this. I think this rum tastes a lot like a Jamaican rum, and like in the sense that it has like that funky anise kind of like. I See, I like get funk, less of that. I feel like the funk is there, but it's subtle. Yeah, very it, subtle. Yes. No, I don't mean to say that it's as you know crazy as the twenty-seven-year-old you know Jamaican. This reminds like, me more of a Saint Lucian rum than a uh, oh, Jamaican rum. I need okay. to try some Saint more Saint Lucian rum. I agree. Yeah. 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 Uh, Wait, you agree that you need? That I need Lu- to try more? Or yes. Is that is? Yeah, we yes. both. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, this this reminds me more of a Saint Lucian rum because it's got a little bit of that Jamaican vibe, but it's like super subtle. Um, which I I do feel like I get out of Saint Lucian rum. Yeah, not quite as funky. Yeah, but yeah. it's present but subtle, and then it, but a little more sweetness to it. Uh, oh, this bottle is fucked. This yeah, bottle fucked. Really yeah, this. Okay, start, I mean, start union. Um, this is, I, can we play the applause, please, Jenny? Yeah. yeah. Tell me when to stop. <laughs> and yeah. great job, guys. The yeah. Whole, this this rum is standing awesome. ovation. Seriously, I did stand. Casey, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for giving like, bringing this into the world. I, I mean, sure. these guys, like, you know that they're doing this meticulously. Like, they yeah. probably have tried a little bit, like, too much and a little bit not enough on both ends of this. And that this is the sweet spot. This is Goldilocks. It yeah. is seeing their operation and how small it is and and their chemistry set, right? Like, we know what went into making this rum. And it is love, and yeah. care you know and time. Fun- you know what? It it makes me think that like because it is such a small operation, it makes me think about how like you know the four of us. Like if we had the facilities, we could fuck around in the same way that they're doing it. Yes. You know what I mean? Very, well, we need, like, like, and about three four million dollars. Yeah. Also, we oh, need I'm, a chemist. I'm, I mean, yeah, a couple but, years once this podcast. Really I mean, I feel like we have three master tasters and not a lot of master distillers. But I, but here's what I'll say. I think somebody at uh, Star Union really likes rum a lot. Yeah, I think somebody at Star Union has had a lot of like I think really good. That rum. might be Casey. I, I, whoever I, it is, I, whoever I, it is, I definitely think it's Casey. Yeah, um, not that the other guys don't, but like Casey knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, great job, man. Yeah, man, fucking great job. I, again, the middle. What of is, the Midwest. I cannot emphasize hey guys, that enough. What is Illinois' equivalent of the Kentucky Colonel? Like, what What could the governor of Illinois... Uh, Ronald be? McDonald. Yeah. It would be Is like, our equivalent of the Kentucky Colonel. No, 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 Colonel. no. I mean, like, what is the honorific? What is the, like, title that you give to someone in Illinois for just great service to this state? Because I feel like... I mean, Abe Lincoln? You know, the Abe Lincoln Award, the um, Honest Abe Award or something. But there should be. There should be something like that in this state because... I feel like uh, Casey and the fine folks at Star Union are ready for that because yeah, I like. It's we've tried so many things from them today, and they're all good. These last two are exceptional. Exceptional. They fuck. And that grab bottles. Yeah, this like this might be the only time. This may be from I mean one maybe, episode. Maybe one down the road distillery. we'll do a four uh, four score episode where we're yeah that might get fucked well, up. Well, like the but thing like too, it hasn't happened yet. Well, also like we we've done a very good job of like tasting out this entire distillery because yeah. we we got had a chance to visit. We were invited there at the rum festival. They were yeah. like, come by and see us. And when we went there, they were like, "Come back, please." Like right. so Midwest. 
right? Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, that I, I really I, appreciate. I feel the, like uh, the only way we got out of there was by slapping our hands on our legs and oh. saying, "Oh, well." <laughs> oh yeah, no, we definitely. And honestly, in retrospect, because it had the rest, rest of the day went, we should have stayed for another hour and then just gone home. Yeah, we, agreed. We, we ended up going to another distillery we after yeah. that. Which I don't was, want to talk about. Yeah, it. we fine. won't say which one. But, yeah, it was yeah. fine. Whatever. But, uh, it's not we, as good. Not you, as good. You guys remember that fo- uh, that look on Dan's face when we left? He was just like, "You're not gonna stay. <laughs> You're not gonna stay. Yeah, please. It's, it's no, like, we're getting a room next time. Yeah. Absolutely. He was like, "You guys, next time, get a room. You guys, we're just gonna rent a limo, like <laughs> a Navigator, Lincoln Navigator limo. The limo can take us back. Um, no, awesome no. But stuff. I love the idea of like getting an Airbnb or like staying there and just like because you could walk to that distillery from wherever you are in town. Yeah, no, for sure. And then you could do the ghost tour. The ghost tour, if it's not already around, you could make your so, own. Um, Thank you. We have one more thing to try, John. Yes. Well, because we've had a lot of spirits and like any good wedding, you have to end with a little coffee. Right? Yeah. It's, it's time for dessert. This is their uh, their coffee liqueur. It's made from the same molasses. We're talking about how what? great this, this first boy molasses is. Made from the same stuff. All right. Can we just can we just make a compact here? We're not going to give out a fourth this bottle fucks because I that molasses is special and I'm just worried that yeah, honestly it's it, tempting. There guys, might be something about that. Guys, listen, I'm let's try it before everyone I, freaks okay, out. Okay, okay. So it's possible. So, so made from the same molasses, it's uh it's cut with full strength Guatemalan cold brew coffee. See now that's sounds expensive, but mm-hmm. and awesome. Yeah. Also, was the uh, comes in at sixty proof? Do they do they roast the coffee or like I'm wondering like they don't roast it, but like no, is no, it, it's, it's is it from Peru? Like I feel it's like Guatemala. Guatemala. <laughs> Maybe I, like I the just roasting. said Guatemala, but, but I mean the roasting though. Like you know how like the, the beans they, are Guatemala. They did not take the Guatemalan beans and then roast them in Peru. If that's what you're asking. Sometimes, sometimes that happens. You know, I'm not, I'm not up to date with my free trade coffee. Yeah, well, you know, like how um, like, but they, they, when we asked about it, it, they, yeah. they were very proud of the Guatemalan coffee. Yeah, they were talking about how great the Guatemala oh, coffee. Guys, this does smell really good. It's, oh my god, the nose in this is smells oh like really god, good coffee. It's actually got like a little. It's totally coffee, but also like in the background, do you see a banana just being like, "Hey, I'm here." So, hey, because <laughs> I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. God, and that note. I mean, it's obviously like coffee in the nose. Oh but yeah, it's I'm like, gonna steal this bottle. I for love. Sure. I love that they're making this like a rum. Honestly, like, so many ways to make coffee liqueur. I love that it starts with molasses. That's super fun. Wow. I kind of want to move to Peru and just. I don't know why you keep bringing up Peru. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Peru, Illinois. I want oh, to move, oh I, yes. I was, yeah. yeah. I want to move to Peru, Illinois. And I kind of want to just be like buds with the guys there. And oh, be like, yes. I would love to yeah. do that. Let's. Let's let's like yeah, is that how Dan, we start distilling? Is just hanging out at we, the Star Union. I want to do an internship at Star enough. Union. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because honestly, like uh, their spirits, they they speak. They're somebody, and maybe it's all of them, but like they spend a lot of time being like, "Yeah, this is good." Like, have you guys tried the, this yet? I'm yes. sorry, no, I can't. Because and it smells so good. I fucking incredible. I I won't be the one who says it. No. Stephen has to do it. I can't say that. Yeah, you have to. All right. What no, about me? Hold on, hold on. Or, or Jenny. Real quick, real quick. Everyone, uh, talk about what you're getting on the note. Taste you real quick. Well, all right. So I'm getting the slightest bit of coffee. I actually, I mean, so if you were like, okay, this is a cold brew, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I would, yeah. I actually solid. would not have thought there was a spirit in it. Y- if you didn't tell me this is 60 proof, I'd say, yeah, that's a nice cold brew with like a... 
The viscosity is light. Yeah, it's a little bit light for just a straight cold brew coffee. Um, And what's that? Like with a little bit of vegetal vibes going on. Like like, a oh man, this reminds me of a uh, of molasses kind of like yeah. Like (laughs) I don't know. There's a is there a Louisiana molasses? All right, so Parker. Okay, so I'm sorry. No, I know Parker has a comparison for us to try here in a moment, but. what would we use the Star Union coffee liqueur for? Oh, good question. Straight? Co- yeah, right. Sure. Like, I would happily sip this I or would like pour it, it into coffee. I would say pour it into coffee, yeah, right? Like, specifically okay. cold brew. Guys, cold. But, but what about the white Russian? I mean, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up, John. Or oh, the, seriously. God, that's a good idea. Right. Like, <laughs> give me a bathrobe. I mean, dude. And honestly, a put this in a, a revolver, dude. also, by the way, is one of my favorite Ooh. coffee. Wait, coffee wait, what goes into a revolver again? It's bourbon, coffee liqueur, and orange bitters. Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop. That would be All right, so I'll, fucking um, good. Where's my phone? I'm going to call out tomorrow. Is it weird just... that I want to mix this with the apple brandy? Yes. No. <laughs> no. I. Actually, no. Not, yeah. Because it has like the vanilla apple vibes, yeah. which can work well with coffee because vanilla and coffee is Jenny, generally you're I'm on to something. Yeah. She's on something. We're gonna... No, your palate is <laughs> striking. So to continue our theme so of like, good. okay, this, this tastes amazing. Is it better than the <laughs> alternative? Um, I do have on hand here um, what had previously been my favorite coffee liqueur. I love that this is like, Mr. Let's Black. try all of this against Parker's favorites. Yeah, Mr. Black, which if you ask that's a lot of people, a lot of people's it, favorites. That's probably yeah. This is a strong coffee liqueur. I don't have a lot of coffee liqueurs on hand. I have Mr. Black. Okay, wait. So let me just share with listener this one story. There was a time when we were hanging out um, when we were part of each other's pod during the pandemic, and we ordered uh, from some place, mm-hmm. some restaurant, and they had like a deal on Mr. Coffee. They're like Mr. Well, Black, Mr. Black, or yeah. Mr. Mr. Black. They're like, we'll give you a seven fifty of Mr. Black for like Fuck. thirty something. Or it was like it was cheap. like it was like fifteen bucks. It was like fifteen bucks, and I was like, and Parker was like, well, we have to do this. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, like, I don't want to lose money on this deal. Mm-hmm. So, can I jump in here, please, immediately on the nose? Mm-hmm. It. This is a personal opinion. Sure, I love the coffee smell of the Star Union mm-hmm. over the Mr. Black. It literally, to me, oh, yes. just smells like a. Smoother, Guys, less bitter coffee. Yep. Mr. Mr. Yep. Black smells like soy sauce a little bit more, like a, a little closer. Uh, now closer that you to that. fucking said it, I can't get I mean, it out of my head. I'm not saying it yeah, smells kinda, exactly like no, that, but, but it I'm has like a salinity to it. Yeah. Is that what but that I mean, is? Like in Mr. Black's defense, uh, they make a shed load of it. Yes, right. Like, like you can't just put all Guatemalan coffee in this. But also, I mean, like. Probably apparently you can probably not I, that much. I, more. I am very interested to try this side by side. Yeah. Also, let's talk about proof on this. So, Mister Mister Black is twenty five ABV, fifty proof, and uh, Star Union is sixty, 60 proof. Yeah. So, Mister Black is sweeter. A lot sweeter, but not in. I dare I say, good. personal opinion. They're both good. The quality of coffee. And the muted sweetness in the Star Union is screaming better. at Better. Yeah. yeah. It's All right. better. All right. So I'm going to go drive to Peru, Illinois. I need to get the... Yeah. Yeah. It's the, a little lighter on the palate. It's definitely lighter. Way lighter. Mm-hmm. To be but, fair, I think that there's a use for both of these. Yes. Depending on what you're trying to do, what kind of cocktail you're trying to make. Sure. 
I did recently um, get a Japanese barbecue sauce that reminds me a lot of the Mr. Black. At, um, <laughs> what? Yeah. No, so, I think I know. You know what I'm talking about? Ta- yeah, I know what you're talking a, about. It's got a red top on it. I forget what it's called, but it was at Costco, and it was really good. It's so good. I would throw it on so many things. Mr. Black is so close to that. It's, I, I do love this. So good. I love it. Like, Black. and I I should point out to all the comparative spirits we've tried tonight. I haven't tried anything here that I don't like. The coffee liqueur from Star Union. I just retasted it after tasting the Mr. Black. Mm. I would like to pour that coffee liqueur over tiramisu. Oh, yeah. yes. I fucking love We're talking tiramisu. about food now? Yeah. Oh, oh, always. Man. Oh, yeah. Get Rhonda over here. Yeah, because the coffee that, that coffee liqueur from Star Union is not super sweet. The tiramisu will have the coffee flavor, but bring the sweet to mm-hmm. it. And right. I feel mm-hmm. like it would work so well. Right. Especially if the tiramisu is made with like a good coffee that like really comes through like as a, like. Like a Guatemalan coffee. Like a Guatemalan coffee. Just saying. No, both. <laughs> but again, like we're talking like what's the basically agreed upon best coffee liqueur for most people? It's Mr. Black. And it's like, hey, we're have, we're, we need to have a side by side with Star Union and we're not 100% which one's yeah. better. Honestly, though, because that is like, a win in itself. We're, we're talking about we're literally having a side by side and guys, we can't decide which one's I better. I actually think that Star Union, as a matter of personal preference, taste is very mm-hmm. subjective. I like Star Union better because it is less sweet. Agreed. You know, yeah. I, I, I also and like coffee so I, forward. So straight up, I like Star Union better than Mr. Black. I, I, there are times I feel like given the differences, I would prefer Mr. Black than Star Union. Totally, but other times I prefer Star Union, depending on the situation. Because the actually, whatever. on that point, like sometimes mm-hmm. you prefer a light beer, like a, yeah, a right. cheap light beer. Yeah, I will there's also a purpose say, for different things. I'm not yeah, saying right. that. And I'm not saying Mr. Black is a cheap light beer. But when it comes to liqueur, if, there's a like, time and place. If I can, though, like I, there are a variety of coffee liqueurs on the shelf, and the fact that and Mr. Black is kind of universally thought of as the best of those, and the fact that we're like you know Star Union, Mr. Black, kind of a like. 1A, like 1A, 2A, like that's a big win. Yeah. <laughs> that like we can't really decide. Like, hey, in this circumstance, I'd like this, this circumstance, like that. There's eight other coffee liqueurs that are just like buried underneath both of these. I mean, so, if we. Great job, guys. Right. Like, we should definitely have a space for that coffee liqueur. Yeah. So let me ask you this, though. If our local liquor store was going to have any of these bottles on its shelf, what would you choose? I, am, I already did. It's the Navy rum. The Navy and rum. it's uh, fucking stupid. I'm, I'm just saying, though, like... Mm, I would uh, love for them to pick up the grappa, but that's an ask. Which of the bottles like, we've had today? Yeah, right? so I, I feel like that's Grappa's for, like... not a great seller. Yeah, it's no. not for anyone but me. That's what like, I'm saying. I get like, that. We're, we're a group of people who likes to try weird shit. And, right. And, and that's not this everyone. This is a good excuse for us to try weird shit, so... But yeah. I would say these two. So, the Navy rum yep. and the coffee liqueur. Because... That really hits both the ends of the spectrum, and neither of those are particularly odd. Can I get the Tramonette uh, brandy on an end cap? <laughs> Man, I don't only, so good. I'm John, confident they make enough of that. Only they don't, they don't, more people huh. could drink like we do. Right, right. Seriously, yeah. That's why we drink as much as we do, and like we do. So exactly. They to, don't have to. Yeah. Got to right? compensate. That's part of our description now. Oh man. God. So I'm. We've got two bottles that fucked out of this this lineup. Incre- and also, like, I mean, honestly, we 
We didn't. We didn't pull the trigger on the third one, Steve. Uh, we're talking about it. It's okay. happening right now. I, I, I already said one. I can't do another in the right. same I can't episode. do another. I did two. I also did one. Yeah. No. And I had the grappa. You we're the, at three. Hold on. Wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's yeah. We're at the grappa. You the grappa. I had. Who who had the John, navy strength right? I, I had the I navy. navy strength. Yes. And and you were the reserve. The reserve. reserve. So we're at right. three. Also, yeah, at producer three. Jenny's a person. We're at three. We. It's hold on. Uh, hold if on. We if we say four <laughs> bottles of the same brand, fuck in one episode. I I mean, also, we're setting a bar. This is like Tom Brady level stuff here. Yeah. Also, like if seven I'm, ranks. If I'm being honest, the coffee liqueur is good. It has uses. I don't think that. I don't think that that bottle needs the sticker. Fair, fair, fair. I think that it is elite, and I think that it is you know comparable. That's a first round other, pick, guys. That's a yeah. first oh, round pick. I love, I love this liqueurs. fantasy language. That is an elite, elite bottle. Um, is top tier. But I, <laughs> but but I would not put the sticker on the coffee liqueur. Now. That's fine. I, That's, I, honestly, we, I we have stickered enough things tonight. Oh my gosh, we're yes. fine. We, we have yeah. to preserve Star, our brand. Star Union, yeah. yes, we're not just giving exactly. these things away. Right, right. Star Union, it got its due. And admittedly, even like Mr. Black, which we love, does not have a sticker on it. We are so close. This was a well. This was. It's great. Like yeah. I'm, I am excited. Star Union makes this coffee liqueur. We love the rum. We love their single barrel grappa. We really, I enjoyed everything we tried today. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy with the. I have no qualms about the stickers that have been given out tonight. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that the coffee liqueur needs that sticker. I, I, think we're right. yeah. I, I agree. Fine. Hey, listen, it's it's, it, it's a good. it's a first round pick. You guys did a great job. It's solid, yes, incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back uh, yeah. to spend some time, also to see what you're up to. Because actually, as far as distilleries go, they're always up to something. Like right, for every, all we know, the next time we go back, they're gonna have. 10 new guys, things guys. think about that. Very think possible. About this. Like every day of your life, you just do and your own bullshit work thing. Stuff. Right. They are spending all of their time trying new things, like doing different things. So like... Well, in fairness, John, they're doing that every day of their life. Every day of my life, I'm podcasting about it. Well, yeah, for sure. So, like, <laughs> I feel like we're all kind of helping out. Hey, you know? yeah, we we all, all have our strengths. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people create things. Other people talk about those people who create things. Yeah. What a, what fun! I yeah, mean, this honestly, was really rad. It was, I will say, maybe maybe I'm looking at this through some rose tinted glasses because we were we were there. We spent so much time with the team, but but Stephen, you've been to other distilleries. Yeah, right? I've been to so many distilleries. Right. So, like, my point is, I think this is a pretty good one to visit. Yeah, you know Super what I mean. Super rad. Love love the architecture. Love the story. Love the people and, and the, the spirits too. Like the spirits are incredible. And that's the that's the real nail, right? That's what really sends it is all of these categories of spirits. So like next time our our goal, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here to say is our goal is to be at the distillery for the next one. That would be uh, rad. Uh, yeah, uh, Dan was kind enough to invite, and Bob were kind of to invite us to uh, do an episode from there. And we did just, it, it's a lot to like show up and like bring all the stuff. Yeah, and bring the gear and everything. Like but, Jenny did, right? Like but, that uh, happens pretty infrequently. Yeah, but uh, I am. That's the goal though. I think if we're going to do a an for that, that's a perfect one for it. It's so Cause, good. Because uh, we'll, we'll bring some gear. We'll talk about it. I would love to go there and try. And because uh, they have so many expressions, which I love. Like we didn't try the silver rum today. We didn't try the gold rum. Right. 
from their base sale because, like, again, I only have so much money. Guys, <laughs> all right, so I want to ask you this. 2023, can yeah. we make this a goal for Chai Spirits, guys, to show up, do a distillery uh, recording at Star Union? Maybe it's the summer. Maybe it's the fall. I, I hope it's before the summer and the fall. I'm just saying. I, I, would, like, love, I would love to do that in the spring yeah. slash late winter. I'm, yeah. just saying, I'm just saying, like, look, let's make this a very... Uh, attainable goal. Yeah, I think you know? I think 100% we can do that, and I would love to. Because uh, again, we, they have so many expressions. I would love to experience some of the other ones, and then yeah. the other new things they're working on, which is I great. Mean, that's really what I want to try is like everything they're working on because they spend so much time there. All right, all right, guys. This so, is, this has been a long episode, so thanks yeah. for sticking with it's us. It's a marathon. Um, Star Union, Peru, Illinois. Check it out. Yeah, you gotta go. And uh, we'll. Uh, do we want to do a favorite for all of us? Oh, yeah. Good call. Thank you, John. I would like to do that. That's what I was I, hanging I like, around for. All right. Yes. So many good things. Um, well, let's start to my left. Steven, what was your favorite of all the not many things you tried? Not it's, fair. If you need a second to think about that. It's tough. No, yeah. I'm, I'm good. It's the grappa. And really? Yeah. Single oh, barrel it, grappa. Let's dude, go. I, like so many grappas out there. Je- this one hit me in a way that I was not expecting. Hey, yeah. Jenny, what was your favorite? Um. Okay, I was super surprised by the grappa, and I very much love the grappa. My actual favorite is probably the Navy Strength Room. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Love it. Uh, John, what was your favorite? All right, don't fight me on this. I will fight you. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm very... Mm. Fist to cuffs are up. uh, uh, I like the Tramonette. Ah, Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) You know, I mean, look, I just think that is like... The, a wonderful mix. I just think it's so much fun. It was so really cool. cool. I yeah. want that bottle in my shelf. I'm so glad it's on my shelf so I can like have people try it. Mm-hmm. I want all these bottles on my shelf. And I just, this has been such a fun recording. Mm-hmm. And that is my highlight of this recording. All right, Parker. All right. Last, but certainly not least. Oh, I the think. biggest. Yes. I um, I've got to go with the reserve rum. Yeah. Ugh. It's so good. It's it's the expression that made me fall in love with Star Union in the first place. I get really? that. Yeah. Like I like, understand. I, I, like we tried all their stuff, a bunch of the rums at the rum festival, and they were all great. It is the only bottle you bought three of. And I did buy three of them. Yeah. And I, bought, I, I was buying them as gifts for people. Our our patreons here. Yeah. And uh, I I just love that rum. And there's only a few bottles left. They're, They're like yeah. You have in parentheses on our uh, thing. Yeah. Not many bottles left of this batch. Go to the distillery. 100% yeah. proof. Yeah. I literally put that in the rundown. Like, yeah. Not much. They're running out. Go get it right now. That reserve rum is so fucking good. I would put that up against m- most of the rums I've, I've got on my shelf. And I've got some really fucking fire rums. I've got a bunch of high-end four squares, a bunch of high-end plantations, a couple a couple of their cool ones, too. And it stands up and on I, its I own two feet. I would put in the mix. If you did a blind tasting with... That reserve rum and like three of my plantations, three of my four squares, and one of the granders, like it would be in the top three. So yeah. the funny thing is, like, yeah, it didn't have to, right? Like, you can mess that up. You could go from Navy Strength and not because Navy Strength won that bottle of fucks, and they could have diluted it. They could yeah. have done something worse, and it is uh, it is so good, fantastic, out of Peru, Illinois. 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 Yeah, guys are killing it. Absolutely great stuff. Yeah. Big rum fan, visit Peru, Illinois. Yeah. You never yeah. would have thought. Right. Rum, right. fucking um, American made agave spirit, a brandy. The the brandy tickles me. Yeah. I, uh, like, I love a good, honestly, Steve, you got to come with me sometime to uh, Fort Lauderdale and I'll take you to the uh, 
um, Chain Bridge Distillery. Oh, yeah. Which makes yeah. a ton of yeah. brandy. Yeah. Hungarian style brandy. Oh, my God. Oh, I was on the Chain Bridge. Yeah. So, all right. So yeah, I'm going to say great. this about uh, Star Union in Peru, Illinois. Not afraid to do anything at all. And it makes total sense because they spend a lot of time, at least Dan does, uh, investigating spirits. Right? Yeah, he does. But uh, guys, thanks so much for being really with cool. us. Really cool. Yeah. I know long we, app. This was a long one. Um, we are so passionate about this brand, though. So thank you for being with us. Yeah. Um, we're excited to go back and visit them again. Uh, again, uh, Dan, Bob, thank you so much. Casey, we've got to catch you next time when we're there. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The rest of the, the, rest of the three people on staff at uh, um, Star Union, thank love you guys it. so it's much. It's a family for operation. The hospitality. We loved it. We're going to come back. We're telling our friends, like, go check out Star Union. It's it's awesome. Also, guys, listen to all our other episodes uh, at Star Union so that you know how special this episode is because we do not normally confer upon any distillery this many accolades. Yeah, this yeah, no, is it's, really it's, incredible. This is the first. This has really been a, uh, a once-in-a-lifetime uh, level of, like, that bottle fox. So, yeah, uh, so great job, guys. You're killing it. Keep it up. We're excited to try all your new stuff. And uh, put that second uh, wormwood uh, spirit on the market. Yeah, please, please do that. Oh my you god, you know what so we good. mean. You, yeah. you know what you did. It's good. <laughs> I know what you did last yeah. uh, spring. Yeah, oh. right. Probably. <laughs> and uh, yeah, guys, um, hit us up with your uh, your great episode ideas, your comments, your questions. We love your mailbag questions. Yeah. Uh, chai spirits guys at gmail.com Hit us on Instagram at chai spirits guys. And yeah, check out all our previous episodes. We have a. The starting one, this is a great episode. Also, hit up hey, our previous episodes. If you too. like this episode, rate us. Yeah, give us your five-star ratings. Right. Give us your comments, about, as long as they're good. <laughs> if they're not good, I'm less interested. I assume in if you're listening to this at this point, you probably liked it. Yeah, so give us your five-star ratings with your great comments. We love those. And uh, yeah, guys, thanks so much. We'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. 